Good morning. It is Thursday, maybe? February 22nd, 2024. I'm Eddie Buffalo. It's another edition of Insurance Questions Podcast. And we are broadcasting live from beautiful McKinney Square. And it's going to be about 77 degrees today. So it's super, I'm super excited about it. Um, I have a guest today. I have a gentleman by the name of Donald LaFasso, but I didn't think that was your real name. Why not? <laughs> Don't you go by something else? Only you call me something else. <laughs> yeah. Just so everybody knows, this is Donnie Lowe, not Donnie LaFasso. Uh, a friend of mine back from Buffalo. Um, I'm trying out some new software and some hardware, so I wanted to see how I went, and so he's going to be my guinea pig today. Thank you. Thank Donald. you for that opportunity. <laughs> so like we talked beforehand, I'm not going to, you don't know what I'm going to ask you. So it's going to be all off the cuff. Right. Um, my first question is, what do you do? Well, I'm in the same uh, realm that you're in. You're and a podcaster? Is, uh, uh, not that, that realm. <laughs> <laughs> but I try to be? help. I try to help people uh, protect their, their lives, their family. They create legacy um, for them and their families. Let me ask you this, Don. Why did you get into this business? That's a great question, Ed. Um, I, throughout my entire working career, I always find myself trying to assist people in one way, shape, or form. And this is, for me, just a great opportunity to help people to carry on their legacy, to help them uh, build for their family's future. And... I've seen too many instances where, you know, somebody unexpectedly passes away and you see a GoFundMe page on the internet. We just talked about that a couple of days ago. It, it's uh, 100% true. Yeah. And so I'm uh, just trying to help people plan and prepare for the inevitable, but sometimes unexpected issues that happen in life. I mean, a lot of us are very quirky in this business where we really like we find a product that we like and that's what we present. What do you like selling and why? Well, I, my approach really at it is I'm sure you know, this is I don't go into a meeting with a, with a, a client, you know, a couple, a family, a business owner with something predetermined in my head on what I want to present to them. I like to ask some questions, see what's important to them um, see, you know, what their long-term goals are, short-term goals are. And then I craft something that will meet their goals and their needs, uh, for the immediate future and the long-term. What does your family think about your career choice? Uh, that's a great question. They were at first a little skeptical, uh, about what I was going to be doing, because this is a, a business where, you know, you're, you're kind of out there on your own every day, although there's a great support network behind you. Mm -hmm. And so they were a little concerned about that, but uh, they know how I'm wired, so to speak, to help people. So they think it's a great, you know, great thing that I'm doing to help people. And especially when I share a story, you know, one particular client, um, luckily they they met with me and and they were taken care of. So they like to hear those good stories. Do you own any uh, designations? Currently, I do not, um, but I am working on being a chartered special needs consultant. 
to help families with special needs children specifically? I, I know we both did a little bit of research on that. And it's amazing to me that there is 155 million kids and well, adults with special needs in this country. And believe it or not, there is only 700 people that specialize that in the country. So that's like 55,000 people per agent, which just blows my mind. But yeah. what really, really blows my mind more is that a lot of people with kids with special needs, they don't know what's available to them. That's right. And um, when we're selling something like that, we're not doing it to make money. We're doing it to perform a service. And I know I can say that a lot of the parents end up being my clients. So we're, we're there for you to take care of your kids and then they're to take care of you too. You know, that's so true. And I think other than the actual physical service that's being provided, it's kind of guiding the parents of a special needs child, um, what they should do now to plan for the future of their children. Um, because once a special needs child turns 18, uh, at least in New York State, um, the parents really lose their rights to make medical decisions, life decisions for their children, unless you go through the court system uh, to become a legal guardian of your own child. And that's very traumatic for a lot of parents to have to go through that process. You mean it's like, I mean, unfortunately, both of us have gone through it. Yes. Not with special needs children, but children with other medical problems. And what's crazy, once they turn 18, doctor's not going to talk to us. Nurse isn't going to talk to us. I mean, my ex is a nurse and they don't care They're because yeah. once you're 18, you're an adult, which That's is kind of crazy. Yeah. Chronologically, you're an adult, but mentally you might not be. Mm. And, and and that's the frustrating part for a parent. So Now, um, let me ask you this, Don. Um, if somebody was trying to get a hold of you and wanted to take um, part in your services, how would they contact you, Don? Well, the best way is by phone. You know, my cell phone. Uh, I always have it with me, of course. And what is that? What is your cell phone? 716-310-7993. Oh, you live in Buffalo then? It's 310-7993. Yes, I do. You live in the city of Buffalo. Uh, just outside the city. I grew oh, up where in the do you city. Live? Where do you live? I'm in the Clarence uh, suburb of Buffalo. Oh, is it true that people that live in Clarence and Williamsville, their hobbies are polishing the gold bars that cover the roads? <laughs> is that true? Yeah, that's the that's the big uh, urban myth or, or suburban myth. So do you use Barkeeper's Friend or something different? Because you know, a lot of our listeners are going to want to know how you guys do that. Yeah, I, I'm the person that's going around trying to pick up the little bits of gold dust that they might shine after they shine up their gold bars. Yep, very good. <laughs> now, I also know you're a tennis player and you're a pickleball player. What do you prefer? Well, I'm not a pickleball player. I thought you were. No, I, I I played just once or twice with my my daughter, but um, I I do enjoy playing tennis. Gosh, if my mother had a chance to have one of those pickleball paddles when I was a kid, <laughs> it wouldn't be outside playing pickleball. <laughs> no, no, I it used to crack me up because she'd you know give me a spanking on the with the wooden spoons and I'd always <laughs> break them. 
and that I yeah, didn't that also happened in school. <laughs> he always threatened school. me, like, remember in the 70s, they had those big spoon, wooden spoons and forks on the walls that our parents <laughs> had? I'm like, no. It's funny because it makes me laugh because I have um, the antique warehouse, antique, antique mall across the street mm. from my office here in McKinney Square, and they have those on the wall. Oh, my gosh. I'm like, no, no, <laughs> no. That's why you don't go in there too often anymore. <laughs> too many bad memories. Now, I know recently um, you left Williamsville to move to Florida and now Florida back to Buffalo. Mm-hmm. Business wise, did you see any big difference with your clientele between Buffalo and Florida? Uh not not too much difference. I mean, I, we all have basic needs and we all have, you know, the idea of protecting our families or protecting our business. So that's kind of universal, I would say. So in that respect, no. Uh, the only difference would be when we talk about some of the services that we provide and we talk about income tax reduction or elimination, Um in Florida, there's no state income tax. So, you know, that part of the conversation wasn't as important, although federal taxes are, obviously. But the state tax, um, because there's no state tax in Florida, um, you know, it was like, what? <laughs> you know, you got to pay taxes right? on yeah. your income. <laughs> Where obviously in New York, taxes are, you know, amongst the highest in the country. Now, when you're working in Florida, um, what was pretty much the age group that you would work with the majority of the time? Well, it's it's interesting because in Florida, um, you, you tend to work with people that you um, associate with or hang around with. And so I, I met a lot of people playing tennis. And, you know, a lot of the people were either retired or approaching retirement age or maybe in the 40 to 55 age group. Um, but then I was able to at least talk with like their children or grandchildren That's in some good. cases, you know. Now, when you were in Florida, were a lot of the folks buying insurance for their grandchildren as a present or anything like that? Because I know that's what I try to do. And I know that's what I've done for my grandchildren. You know, uh, was right. that uh, was that prevalent down in Florida or not? so uh, much? I, I, I would think it's about the same as it is in New York. You know, again, it's that uh, some things in life are just universal. It doesn't matter where your domicile is. Yeah. You know, so people have the same type of mentality of taking their children and care of their children and grandchildren. I don't know about you, but what turned myself away thinking like that was um, we both worked with a gentleman by the name of Michael Salio. Mm -hmm. And he's got a ton of kids, a ton of grandkids. (laughs) Yes, he does. And he goes... Every birthday when the kids are born, I buy him insurance. I'm like, really? That don't make any sense. He, and he's like, well, it makes sense. If I buy him a toy, it's going to go in the garbage eventually. If I buy the insurance, they're going to have it forever. Mm-hmm. And what a lot of people don't realize that life insurance is predicated on the age you are when you have it, when you right. buy it. So most children, they can start getting, you could insure your 
child or grandchildren at 15 days old, because that's usually how many days it takes to get a social security card. And what's cool about it is, I mean, you're very limited. Most of the plans, you could only get $50,000. And what's nice though, if this kid holds on to this thing until there's like in their sixties, fifties, whatever, you know, all these years they're making dividends on it. You know, they're pretty much being their own bank. They can take that money whenever they want to, but they're still paying the premium of when they were born. That just <clears throat> blows my mind, you know? No, ex exactly. And remember too, uh, because of the type of insurance that it is, you can have it set up, the policy set up, so that when they're 18 or 20, the policy could be paid for. Yeah, 100%. And it could still grow with dividends, you know, not to be too I technical. Know I know you were talking about special needs children and the one pro product that we were talking about. I don't know how much you went into it. I, I went into it pretty heavy. And did you know that on the special needs um, policy, as long as they're not on a vent or a feeding tube, they'll, they're going to get the insurance. Yes. And the thing is, the parents are only allowed to pay on it for 15 years. That's considered That's right. paid up. But what's really cool about it, it's still going to continue to make the dividends on it. You know, right now, I mean, you don't like saying the I word when you're talking about life insurance. So I kind of like to think of it as a forced savings account. You exactly. keep living, you keep on making money on the money you already have in there. That's right. That's right. And it's important too, because when you talk with people that have a newborn baby, if you talk about life insurance, they're thinking, oh no, you know, <laughs> My my baby's life is just starting. We're not near the end of that. Well, but it's it's, funny. it's not that. And like, and I I said a couple episodes ago, I have a friend that she's like, oh, that's kind of gross. I I wouldn't want to get insurance on my kids. I'm not gonna profit on my kids' um, death. I'm like, it's not for that. God forbid they die. You will have the money to bury them. But if they don't die, and you keep on holding on to this forever. Like I said, I mean, even my own kids, I had money not to pay for college, but to pay for extras that they could touch whenever they want to. That's and right. people, you know, don't look at it this way. And I try to educate people. And then she kind of turned around a little bit when I told her that, you know, and because she never thought of it that way. She just thought it was yucky, you know, that you were going to benefit on your children dying. You know, right. and it, it's funny with children's policies is very limited of what you can get because they don't want you killing your kids pretty much. <laughs> you know, nobody wants to say that, but I just did. Well, it's, it's so here, here's, here's the thing with a, the, the child policy is that um, at least one of the parents has to have life insurance on themselves before it can be issued to their child. And depending on the age of the child, it's, you know, either three times or five times the amount I, of insurance. I'm glad you brought that up because say if me as a grandfather, I want to get insurance for my grandchild and the parents don't have it, they ain't getting it. That's right. You know, and that's the parent has to have it. Mm -hmm. yeah. So, I mean, if you want to think it's yucky, that's one way of thinking of it. But it's an, to me, it's a forced savings account that you are going to have. You know, let me share a, a quick story if I yeah. can, just about that. Just uh, yesterday in a conversation with somebody and he's a physician and he's got two children that are in medical school right now. 
and they did get some scholarships. And he said, you know, it's so darn expensive to put a, you know, a child through school. But when both of his grandchildren or his children were born, their grandparents got them life insurance, whole life insurance policies. And that's how they're paying for their medical school. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. I remember my aunt Helen having Gerber policies on all their kids that she kept until she died. <laughs> you know mm -hmm. what I mean? And then just gave it to the boys. That's just incredible to me you know and, and yes. there's a lot of others not i'm not i'm not you know giving a commercial for gerber there's a lot of good products out there but that's on that's what was available back then. yeah exactly you know, for exactly. crying out loud i remember sitting at 14 years old um my mom and dad well my dad worked for stamping plan and they must have had some deal with um i i don't remember if it was ulcerated prudential but in new york state if you're 14 years old you're signing that contract <laughs> and back in the day, there was no computers. So you know, I'm sitting there at 14 years old, signing my thing, you know, it just, you know, it's funny that you, you remember things. Just, and that's one thing that I, I, I do like to talk to different insurance agents about. And, and I don't even know if you've thought of it this way, but we sell insurance all the time, annuities. We meet a lot of different people, but that customer don't talk to us guys all the time. Mm -hmm. So I go out of my way to do whatever I can for that person because I don't want it to be a bad experience right. because if it is a bad experience, they're going to remember that the rest of their life. Oh, that guy, Eddie Buffalo, he was awful. You know, guy, Donnie <laughs> Lowe. Oh my gosh. He, he was just got off. Don't ever use that guy. You know? And, and, and here's the thing. If you do a good job in our business, you're going to get paid no matter what. That's right. You know, so why wouldn't you want to create relationships and not just be in it to make the money? You know, I mean, how many death benefits have you actually delivered, Donnie, in your career? A bunch. Well, uh, how much dollar wise? No, I'm just saying you've you've done it and you've seen what that piece of paper we're giving this person does for them. It's not going to bring the person back but it's going to make their life a little bit easier when they're grieving. Yeah, exactly. I've um, because I was kind of a late bloomer in this industry. So I'd say over the past uh, five years or so, um, probably about five, I believe it is where, you know, you've, you talk with the family, you're able to deliver a check within. Oh my gosh. Weeks, yes. You know, and it's just a, a relief. And you have to remember, too, um, when somebody's in that situation, sometimes that's all they have. Oh, my gosh. And, yes. and thank goodness they have that. Because mm -hmm. then they don't have to go to GoFundMe. I hate to trash exactly. GoFundMe, and I'm not really trashing it, but it's sad that when you see the GoFundMe, that clicks right with me that they had no insurance. Yeah, yeah. You know, I hope I'm and wrong, what, but it doesn't seem to be. And that's, you know, when I meet with people, sometimes people will call me because they maybe I met them one one time somewhere to mm -hmm. an event or whatever. And they just happen to remember and they'll call me, you know what? I had a friend, there's a GoFundMe page. We have to sit down and talk. I don't want to have my family go through that. God forbid. Now I don't want to put you on the spot, Donnie, but do you have your cell phone with you? I do. Okay. So three weeks ago, we um, relaunched our website. Let me find it here. What I want you to do, Donnie, is I want you to pull it up on your phone and I want you to give me a review right now in real time. See what you okay. think of it, especially us being in the same industry. 
That's right. See, so my friend uh, Robin did this for me yesterday because she thought my handwriting was trash. <laughs> oh, she All does right. have nice handwriting, doesn't she? Yeah, she. That's yeah. much nicer. <laughs> that I mean, ah, uh, yeah, you're on Robin's side. Fine, Donnie. You know what? Here, there we go. <laughs> oh, it was Robin. No, it wasn't. Right here. <laughs> e B I. What was that again? E B I. Uh, www.ebiagency.com. And if you're wondering, the EBI stands for Eddie Buffalo Insurance and Eddie Bednar's Insurance. Thank goodness Buffalo and Bednar's start with a B. Yeah, that's right. Who knew? Who it knew? Great. I, Let's you see. Know. I don't know. You probably can you see that? I can. I well, see the red well, ball. Uh, you put it too close. Kind of like yeah. I washed back up a little bit. Uh, I'm getting and washed you out here too. Are you a magician? Look at you're that. Here. You're not. You you're didn't here. know that about that about me. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry about it. Don't worry. I bet you know a guy. So, uh, you know, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> last name of Donnie Lowe. You definitely know a guy. All right. I like the, your uh, mug there, by the way, the bills. Oh, glass. Bill's Tumblr. Mafia, baby, all the way. They hate That's me here right. in Dallas because of it. <laughs> you know, and it's funny. Believe it or not, Don, there are three establishments in the Dallas area that are Bill's Backers Bar. Isn't that crazy? The I... one is Buffalo Brothers. Those guys are actually from West Seneca, New York. The other one is the hideaway off the Beltway, which is closer to downtown. Oh, my gosh. They get like three to 400 people for the games and it's good. The food's good. And this past year, um, the one I've been going to is in Frisco cause it's so close to the house. Mm -hmm. And um, Mike Moncton is the gentleman that him and his wife, Teresa actually started the group and little by little it's growing, but what's really cool, Donnie is you can get selling hot dogs. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I mean, I'm not a hot dog snob, but the people I've taken with me, I you know, I'll go with other bills fans. They're like, this is the best hot dog ever. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> whatever. I mean, yeah, they do the Buffalo pizza, thing. but. Uh, well, I was going to say when I was, uh, you know, we took the little over a year hiatus, I'll call it living in Florida. Mm -hmm. um, we were probably 15 or 20 minutes away from Casa de Pizza. Ah, in Bradenton, Florida. <laughs> I didn't even know that was a thing down there. That's funny. Oh, yeah. And uh uh, almost everywhere, I, whenever I went out somewhere, I mean, people from Buffalo were just all over oh the gosh, place in Florida. It, it is. Just crazy. Didn't you crazy, ever hear crazy. that old joke? There's a nuclear war. A guy starts walking from L.A. Another guy starts walking from New York City. They meet in the middle of the company country, and they're both from Buffalo. <laughs> I would believe that. I yeah, and like that. you know, my friends and that like we'll be out and about, and it's like you'll see somebody with something from Buffalo on them. Like it's usually a, a Sabers jersey or a Buffalo Bills. Nine times out of ten, it's Buffalo Bills, and we stop each other. Like, <laughs> hey, I'm from South Buffalo. Where are you from? You know, <laughs> exactly. So, and, and you know, and after a while, they're like, "Yeah, we're used to it now. We know you're going <laughs> to run into somebody here." You know, I know, I know. It's just, it's just that Buffalo connection is really crazy. Really. Oh, crazy. I know. Our so what do you think of the website? The I, oh, I love crazy. it. I love it. So, did you look at the online shopping section? That's the one that I'm where I'm concerned on how people like it, and it's easy to use. That's what I'm looking for. Yeah, so I'm, you know, the solutions and the resources is great. Um, and 
the shopping, you know, just to request a quote like that so easily. 24-7, baby. Yeah, it's it's uh it's amazing what technology and why wouldn't can do you to want to talk to fabulous guys like us? <laughs> but you don't have to on the web yeah, that's on the true. website. That's what's cool about it. And once well, again, I'll speak for myself. I was probably um better suited for radio than for uh this stuff. <laughs> Is there anything you don't like about it? No, I really like it. I think it's a I great bet job. you don't like that you're not involved with it. Well, maybe that. Maybe that. Just saying. Just saying. <laughs> Just saying. Well, Donnie, I, I thank you very much for being on the show. I hope you had a good time. Oh, I appreciate it. I had a great time, and thanks for having me. What is the temperature back home? Oh, what is it? It's probably 45, 47. It's 47 right now. That's freezing here. Let me see what it is. Oh, I can imagine what freezing Oh, it's only is. 74 right now. Uh, it is cold. It is cold. I, I got to go get a coat. Yeah, so it's um, 47 in light rain, unfortunately. Like I, I've said before in the past, if you like what you heard today, if you liked the way me and Donnie um, interact and treat people, we're regular guys. If you want to deal with regular people just like you, get a hold of us. Um, what's your um, email address, Donnie? D-F-L-O-F-A-S-O at Gmail dot com df lofaso at gmail dot com and your cell phone number again seven one six three one zero seven nine nine three okay now you got to do the youtube thing that i always forget to say what is that please <laughs> <sighs> like and subscribe oh yeah click on the link below like and subscribe <laughs> oh you're a youtuber now donnie you're an influencer i mean you're not uh, you're an influencer. insurance influencer like this guy but i didn't even know that was a thing and it's not <laughs> we invented it so listen i hope you have a wonderful day and everybody out there from me and donnie Lowe, stay safe out there take care thanks everybody. for having me ed you're welcome